from the Mousecapade Studios. Here are your hosts. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and Brandy. We hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 754, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. If you're looking to book a trip, we would be glad to help. Just text Vicki, Brandy, or myself, Stephanie, at 636-373-4497, and we'd be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold your resort and ticket package, so contact one of us today. So I have great news. I, I'm laughing at myself because I typed yippee, but that's what I was thinking in my mind. Yippee! So they started Phantasmic casting rehearsals this week. And so I'm pretty excited because I wouldn't think that they would be rehearsing unless that means they're going to return to Hollywood Studios soon. Also, um, a cast member mentioned to a guest that the fountains were being tested out that are in that show too. That makes me feel good. I think there's a good, strong possibility, ladies, that it will be open when we get there in October. That's my hope. Um, But if you've never seen this show... It is definitely a must-see. It is my favorite nighttime show ever. It combines water, fire, lights, and fireworks, and just like character interactions. It's really, really cool. And the music is awesome. And it's just something that you don't see every day. So we will let you know when we find out the official date. Um, I'm actually hoping it's open before the end of September, but I will take it if it was if it is there by the time we get there in October. Yay! I'm very excited. It's my favorite show, so... And you never Yay. seen it before, right, Steph? I haven't. That's a Hollywood studio, right? Yes. You have to see this show. Yes, we have to go. Please open the show. Our friend <laughs> Stephanie has never seen it. <laughs> I'm missing out. We left too early <laughs> back when it was open. Um, and we just, we never did it. And then I keep hearing all this great stuff about it. And I'm super sad. So I'm glad that it's coming back finally. It feels like one of the last few things that's been hanging on not coming back and returning and it's been frustrating yeah so i'm glad all right so i have some exciting disney character news coming out of animal kingdom it all went down this past sunday september 4th first of all we have some new flotillas there is one flotilla that has Launchpad and scrooge mcduck or you might be lucky and see the other flotilla, which this would be my favorite, Russell and Doug. They're going to be on another one. Um, and I, I just, I can't wait because I love Russell and Doug. Oh, I know that some people are, you know, the Scrooge McDuck fans. What about you, Brandy? Which one? I'm kind of more excited for the Launchpad guy and Scrooge just because they're not, I don't think they're seen many other places. That's and true. I think that that's, I like Russell and Doug too. Um, my son's like obsessed with that series, that short series on Disney Plus called Doug Days. And have you guys watched that? Little I Cat haven't. Me. A couple oh of my them, gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I know all the episodes now because they're really short. They're perfect for like a kid with that short attention span. They're very funny. They're very cute. And it's all about Doug going to live with um, Carl after oh, everything cute. is over. They go, they go buy a house together and live together and have these little adventures and all this fun stuff about Doug. So yeah, and it's it's cute. But now I'm just like, oh my God, they're never going to make any more after Edna passed away. So I'm going to have to watch these same 10 episodes over and over again until my kid doesn't want to anymore. So, um, so they're fun. They can computer generate the voices now. Yeah, I mean, they might. I mean, they got Carrie Fisher in a movie that was 
completed after she passed away. So I mean, so I think it's possible. They could do that. They could probably make Ed Esner voice, but but would they do that? I guess that's what I'm getting at. And I don't know if anybody else's two year old is obsessed with it as mine is. If they are, well, I can't wait for Russell and Doug. Yeah. Um, also coming out of Animal Kingdom this past Sunday was some more meet and greets that can be found in Dino Land. We've got Donald Duck, Daisy Duck, remember we said she's kind of hard to find, and then there's Chip and Dale as well. Those all returned on Sunday. Very exciting. I'm happy about that. Am I wrong that are they still not doing like in Dino? Because they're coming to Dino Land, which made me think of this. And there's somewhere I hope never makes it quite to like anything viral on social media footage of me dancing at the dance party in Dino Land with all those. Because like Chip and Dale come out, but they're dressed like dinosaurs. Right. They'll be dressed like dinosaurs for the meet and greet, but they have not said anything about the dance party yet. No dance party again. I definitely did that on my last trip. I, I do want to see it. the pictures. <laughs> They're somewhere. She wants there's, video footage. Yes, yeah, please. There is video somewhere, somewhere. There's no hashtags though, so you can't search for it. So I found this really interesting. There is a rumor that Disney is exploring the possibility of an Amazon Prime-like membership. Um, this membership would allow guests to have access to special discount offers and perks. Um, they haven't been specified, but it's supposed to be similar to Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime guests get free shipping, video streaming service, and special deals. The membership for Disney remains to be seen. A Disney representative did say technology has given them the opportunity to customize and personalize the customer experience. This is just one of the things Disney is exploring. It's still in early stages. No idea how much it would cost or how long it would take to launch, but it hasn't been shared. So only thing I have to say about this, if they could find some way to get everybody their Magic Band Plus, um, that would be great. If they could do it in two days, like Amazon did, because I'm hearing tons of like Amazon Magic or no, Magic Band Plus, like people aren't getting it until after their trip. Yeah, like it's not coming in time for their trips and all that sort of thing. But only one of my clients recently has ordered it. But I did hear, I think I saw that on social media where people mm-hmm. got, they're like, here's my Magic Bands. Too bad my trip was three weeks ago or two weeks ago. And you're yeah. just like, holy cow. We ordered ours for our September trip back in July, and it wasn't, we didn't even get the plus, just the regular one, but normally they come much quicker. And here we are in September, and we still don't have it. And it's just a regular old magic band. Yeah, I just wonder if it's still, a, you know, the whole supply chain issues that everyone's suffering from. I don't know, because when, you, when I was there, I was there this summer, there was tons of them like in the stores, like walls of them. And then the little, I don't know what you call them, little stands that can turn. They had them on all sides. One side was Magic Band Plus, but the other three sides were just the old Magic Band, different kinds. So clearly they had some. I just don't think they want to do them as much. I did find a couple colored ones on Shop Disney. So that's what I did for... Um, our friends that are going because they didn't keep their magic bands from the last time because even though the husband made us magic band holders so that we can hold our our old magic bands on for decoration um yeah they threw theirs away so they needed new ones they haven't been with us since 2015 so i don't think that they thought they would work oh keith just lost his so he needed a new one (laughs) And so you just had to get one too. That's how that worked. I actually didn't. I just went ahead and got one for Keith. Oh. Because uh, I wasn't sure if I wanted Magic Band Plus or not. Oh. Ooh. I just found mine. It was. I knew it was on my desk. Hasn't been used since 2019. It'll be fine. 
will still work. You go on, if you go on your My Daisy Experience, it'll tell you everything. I don't have them anymore, my Key of the Kingdom cards, or mm-hmm. if I do, they're in a scrapbook. They still say my King, Keys of the Kingdom cards from 2009 are listed. Oh, wow. On there. And I'm just like, I don't think so, but okay. No, I was going to say, I just will have to try it because I've always, for my other trips, I'd always, it was when they were still complimentary. <laughs> so right. I never bothered trying to reuse them. But I'm, I would love to do that because of my customizable, um, like skin I put on it and yeah. it glows in the dark. Very nice. So it's, as long if that still works, it should glow in the dark at, um, like I in the, think. it's fun and like big, big thunder mountain, you could see them glow. And in Haunted Ooh. Mansion. Yeah. And Haunted Mansion, they were, they were mm-hmm. glowing too. Mm-hmm. So I'm not in college anymore, but sure wish I knew about this. When I was in college, the Disney college program applications are out for arrival date. So any listeners that have children in college or you are in college, they're now taking applications for October 2022 arrivals and April 2023 arrivals. You need to apply soon if you're wanting to do the October one, obviously, because it's coming upon us. The program end dates will be no earlier than May 20th, 2023, and it lasts from four to seven months and involves whatever job that Disney assigns to you. So if you want to be guaranteed to get in the college program, and then I would not be picky about where you picked. Uh, when my daughter was applying for this, she specifically put things where she'd be working with children, like the Bippity Boppity Boutique. This is pre-pandemic, by the way. And um, some other areas that she knew had children all the time so that she could have it on her resume for being a teacher. And so I think that's what limited her. But I know people that don't, choose anything specific they have a better chance because she has other friends that got in it so um, it gives you the opportunity to work or network with disney professionals within the walt disney company and you get to attend career development sessions the starting pay is 14 dollars an hour there are some requirements you have to meet to be accepted into the program you have to have at least completed at least one semester in the united states college university or higher education program by the time you arrive there and all other requirements can be found on the Disney World website. But I thought I'd give that a shout out because that is a very cool program. And I know that Kaylee really wished she could have done it, but just didn't work out. That would have been awesome. <laughs> you would have been awesome for you too. You'd yes. have been like, Brad, I need to go visit her again. <laughs> Another yeah, trip to Disney. Our friend's daughter, it was, she did it and came back hardly before we knew she was there. But yeah. Oh, wow. So Disney has updated its cruising policy again. After announcing recently that only guests 12 and older would need the vaccine prior to boarding a Disney cruise ship starting September 23rd, fully vaccinated guests going on the Disney Wish, Fantasy, Dream, and Wonder will no longer be required to participate in the COVID testing in order to sail. On Disney Magic, the change begins on November 7th. Guests that aren't fully vaccinated are still going to need to provide proof of a negative test taken one to three days prior to sailing and will be required to take a second test at the terminal at the embarkation date. Be sure to confirm this with your specific crews before coming to board the ship. It's changing all the time. And you are required to pay for that second test as well. So the first and the second be prepared. Yes. And isn't it like $75? Uh, somebody told me, test? I don't know if it's different on each cruise line, but somebody told me that one of their clients had to pay $165. Oh, but I believe that was a Norwegian or Royal Caribbean. But even still, just check that out before you go or ask your travel agent to do that for you. 
Well, I have some, some food news for all the people who are excited about food. Hollywood and Vine Buffet is back. The breakfast buffet has items like brioche French toast with banana foster sauce, salmon and bagel casserole, and plant-based frittata with tomato jam. For lunch and dinner, they have items like plant-based rice and mushroom farro roasted, slow-roasted crispy pork belly with guava glaze, and shrimp and bacon mac and cheese. For dessert, they have items like Mississippi mud pie, PB&J tarts. For now, the Halloween and Dine experience is happening, which means Mickey, Minnie, and Goofy can be seen in their Halloween costumes. So how exciting is that? We got more buffet back. We got more characters back for dining. That is exciting. Um... I know Hollywood and Vine. I always thought that was the more of the Disney Junior characters. Am I thinking of a different one? For or breakfast. That... Okay. Okay. So, Steph, you've eaten there, and I feel like their menu has become more. What do I want to say? I felt like their menu was just standard, like what you would get at the quick serves, but as a buffet kind of thing. That's mm-hmm. how it was when we went there. But that looks really. I mean, this sounds really fancy. Yeah, that sounds much fancier. Mm-hmm. It almost sounds too fancy for my taste, <laughs> to be honest. Some of this, I was like, just give me mac and cheese. I don't need shrimp on it. Like, <laughs> maybe a little bacon, but come on. So this, it was just a little, I don't know. It's it's pretty fancy. I know it sounds a lot fancier than I remembered it. But now keep in mind, I have not been there since my, I think Kaylee was 14 or 15 was the last time we went and we took pictures. We had breakfast, so we took pictures um, like Brandy saying, with the Disney Junior characters to, for my nieces and nephews, who are mm-hmm. now teenagers and would laugh at us if we did something like that. So, I kind of am sad. I like. I don't necessarily like buffets anymore. Right. I, I'd enjoy them for what they're worth, but I've enjoyed the um, family style. Yeah, I because have I don't too. have to get up <laughs> for everybody who wants yeah. something. That is hard for people that have small children. I'm surprised that they did bring back as many as they they did. So. And it's, I mean, I guess maybe because you waste so much food at the family style, but I feel like people waste just as much food at a buffet. I think that if they would actually, and I don't mean this mean, I'm sure that that's what they're prompted to do or whatever. When they come to the table and ask us we want more, we specifically tell them we just want scrambled eggs and we want um, sausage or we want, and never fails, they'll bring us back biscuits and other things that we didn't ask for. And I'm thinking, I wouldn't bring that back to um, a guest if they didn't ask for it because I don't want food to be wasted. But see, we've only they've only brought back what we ask. When we want bacon, they bring us a whole big old plate of bacon, and that's all they bring back on that plate. So we've had a lot of success with the family style, and right. especially when these are buffet like it's a buffet for people who have kids most of the character meals Mm -hmm. are very centered towards people with children and i feel like a lot of the feedback out there was saying how this was really nice on mom and dad who don't have to get up so many times and miss interactions so Mm -hmm. i'm sad that they didn't pick up on that and go ahead and keep them i like a buffet if it's not a character meal right but yep well ohana to my knowledge is still family style because that's what they were to start with yeah that i was gonna say we had their our breakfast there at the polynesian and i want to say that we just asked for certain things on the second bowl full like we didn't want and it was fine they brought us like what we asked for but i think they may have noticed too like we were just you know the three of us and abby was nine i just think that they see joey and they think that he's hungry (laughs) you know he wants some more biscuits (laughs) Well, he doesn't even eat biscuits. Brad's the only one. And he's not really supposed to have them because of his diabetes. You know, it's the limit because of the carbs. Mm -hmm. So um, 
Yeah. So maybe we should just put that on our thing that we have a diabetic and so that they don't try to push certain things. But anyways, since Starbucks has declared it's fall, Disney has fall drinks now at their Starbucks, that is. They have fall drinks at Starbucks outside of Disney as well. They have the pumpkin spice latte. You can get it both hot or cold. They also have a pumpkin cream cold brew, which stuff, I don't know if you like the pumpkin stuff, but that sounds really good to me. It's good. And then this year they have a non-pumpkin drink. It's an apple crisp oat milk macchiato. I want to try it. It's made with oat wow. milk and blonde espresso. And they said, if you love apple pie, you will love it. Now I'm not, I like cherry pie better than apple, but it sounds delicious. Like I want to try it. I'm right there with you, Vicky. There was some sort of apple macchiato last year. Wasn't the oat milk, I don't think, but there was definitely some sort of apple spice like macchiato that I tried. Well, they just said this one new, so it must be because of the oat milk makes it special. Yeah, because they definitely had some kind of apple thing. Because I was like, really? That's on the menu? And I tried it and I loved it. Yeah, I like the eggnog. I know a lot of people don't, but I like the eggnog one at Christmas time. I'm not a fan of eggnog. That is one thing that I just don't do. But you can get the creme brulee one at Christmas and it's delicious. I have had that one. And the gingerbread. And I'm not even a fan of gingerbread. I don't think I had that one. It's really good. praline and cream is good too. Yes. There's like a praline, the praline. I love the praline. Oh my gosh. It has just such a light flavor. Like it's not over the top sweet, but it still tastes like a cookie. It's, oh, it's delicious. Awesome. Now I'm, now I just want some coffee. And then <laughs> wait till you read this. You're going to want something else. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm really excited to announce this one. And thank you, Vicky, for allowing me to announce this. Cause you know, I love some Gideons and I know that Vicky loves her Reese's peanut butter cups. So together, this is something that is going to make, make us super excited. Gideon's has a September offering and it is a peanut butter cookie laced with freshly ground espresso covered with chopped up Reese's peanut butter cups and Reese's pieces. And then the beverage of the month is a French toast nitro cold brew and it's made with maple syrup and ground cinnamon. Oh my gosh. Yum. I'm going to get this while we're there in September. You need to get it too. Same. Aren't we going to be there the same weekend? Yes so fun yeah okay I'm, I'm getting it definitely both of these I don't need either one of them but I Kaylee was telling me about the cookie and she goes stop yes we do we need these and she's like well um it's too bad we're not going to be there in September and I looked at her and she goes oh, you are going to be there in September so she's like you should get it you never say we don't need Gideon's we always need Gideon's oh my gosh that orange cold brew I still have dreams of it it is was so delicious and oh my gosh, I want to go back there in the summertime again, just so I can get that cookie if they bring it back, because it was awesome. You'll have to let me know about the French toast nitro, because that I've never heard of such a thing. And that sounds mm. really good. Maple syrup mm. and cinnamon. All right. Well, um, this week I get to read about and tell you all, share with you all the Say It Isn't So of the week. Uh, <laughs> a guest at Disneyland caused a collision on It's a Small World. Um, He was on one of the boats, grabbed onto the sides of the track, and was stopping his boat. This in turn caused five boats behind him to crash into one another and stop. Eventually, cast members got the ride to continue, but that guest was very lucky. They could have been injured, and he could have injured other people. Once again, please think before you do, you could have lost your hand. Like, I don't, I'm assuming in this report, we don't know um, why. He did such a thing if somebody if he thought he lost a cell phone or he needed i mean or if he just thought it would be fun 
the way I read the article, he just thought it would be fun. And he was not even like escorted out, which um, I don't know if you listened to last week, Brandy, but Sarah made a good point. If they would literally just not necessarily ban for life, but make those people leave the um, park for the day, we probably would cut down on lines for all the craziness that's been going on. I'm just like, you got to be kidding. Like, you could, I mean, seriously, they, it's a mechanical thing. Like, you definitely could, like, lose a limb doing that. I watched a woman this weekend at um, in Branson in Silver Dollar City, and she was on Flooded Mine, and oh, she, no. like, started washing her hands in the water. Oh, good night! That water's disgusting. Yes! She just was, like, dipping her hands in and kind of just rubbing them around as if she was cleaning them, and I'm like in the world's dirtiest water, like in your hands <laughs> out of the boat, like what is wrong with you? And I actually got to see it. <laughs> there are people like that. She is full grown. Why would you think that that water would be like clean or refreshing in any way? Like any kind of water that propels it's a brown. boat. It's brown. It's <laughs> <laughs> brown. It's supposed to be in a cave prison. I mean, come on. Really, do you want to put your hands in that water? Gross. Well, this is a good story. Um, on Monday, August 29th, I, this part's not good. A guest at one of the Disney World resorts was suffering from a medical emergency. However, lucky for them, a firefighter, Lieutenant Paul Butcher, sprang into action and his actions changed the course of what could have been a tragic event. That person was having cardiac arrest. And he is from upstate New York. He was there on his vacation and he used his skills to help save that Disney guest. The lieutenant performed a pre-cortal thump and began chest compressions while waiting for someone to bring him the automated external fibrillator and those things that are in all of our workplaces, but I'm not sure that any of us know how to work them. Um, by the time the AED arrived, the patient had regained pulse and was breathing on their own and had their eyes open due to this man's work. So thank you to Lieutenant Butcher for doing this. I mean, this is on his vacation and everything, and he just jumped right in and made sure that that guest was okay. That's so great. I don't think firefighters and police and those doctors, I don't think they're ever off duty. Like, I think they always have that, like, instinct to jump in and help. Yeah, I unfortunately have that instinct as a teacher when a parent, when a kid is whining to their parent at the store. <laughs> I'm the same way. <laughs> it's embarrassing, some of the things that I say. <laughs> I just um, do it, and then I'm like, uh, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Um, and Vicky, those AEDs, they talk to you the whole time. They tell you oh, exactly okay. what to do. That's so like as soon as you open it, it'll start wa like walking you through. Um, that's why there's not like official training because it will like it says it all out loud. Like, okay, good. now take off this and do this. Well, I know where ours is. I just never knew what to do with it. Yeah, I think that's the extent of our training is like, here's where it is. <laughs> open it and you'll be fine. That's good. I hope I never have to use it. I'll say, I take it the two of you have never had to use that in your classroom for any reason. No. That's good. Thank goodness. Yes. So tomorrow is Disney Plus Day, and you know that Disney is going to celebrate. So if you're a Disney, Disney Plus subscriber and you're headed to Walt Disney World or Disneyland on September 8th, get ready. All Disney Plus subscribers are going to get the chance to enter any of the theme parks at Disneyland or Walt Disney World 30 minutes before the regular park opening. Park passes and valid tickets to the park you want to visit are still required, so keep that in mind. In addition to some announcements, there will also be 
uh, festivities in the parks. If you're staying at select Disney World hotels, you can get into the park a whole hour before they're open. Note that this is for all eligible hotel guests, not just those with Disney Plus subscriptions. Disney Plus subscribers can also get free Disney Photo Pass downloads at select photo spots in Disney's Hollywood Studios on this day. That's pretty exciting. There will be special character meet and greets and a cavalcade along with other surprises in the park. Disney Plus movies will also be screened during the movies under the stars offerings that happen at select Disney World hotels. We'll fill you in next week on everything that happened on Disney Plus Day of 2022. It's becoming a huge event. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised they didn't advertise for it more. Well, I think they must have there. They have these, apparently their color is blue. I mean, I know it's blue on our TV, but um, they have like big um, blow ups or whatever that say Disney Plus day on them. And they had them in the parks, like in different areas, letting people know. But yeah, I don't feel like they announced it on um, Disney Plus, although I haven't been on there this weekend. Weird. Anyway, I've definitely been on it and I have not noticed a thing. There you go. Because that is where... Spidey and his amazing friends are. That is where Hulk and the Agents of Smash are. That is where Doug Days is. That's where Star Wars is. And it's been all raining your all shows. weekend here in Ohio in, in my neck of the woods. And two-year-old boy who likes Spidey and Toy Story and all those things. So that's been on my TV all weekend. Awesome. Let's talk about Disneyland and Halloween time 2022. Mickey and friends are sporting homemade costumes. Mickey is dressed as a jack-o'-lantern. Minnie's dressed as a cat. Goofy is dressed as a haunted apple tree, while Donald is dressed as a piece of candy corn. I think I saw this in one of the social media spots or something. I, I definitely, and I was actually thinking like, that's given me like old timey vibes. Like it yeah. reminds me of one of the old cartoon specials seeing, especially the tree. Like that just really gave me like a old Mickey, almost black and white, like feel yeah. of those Flashbacks. old cartoons. Yeah. So Disneyland promises that Daisy, Clarabelle, Chip, Dale, and Pluto will debut new outfits as well. Um, the announced outfits are the same featured on Halloween 2022 merchandise. So we can guess Daisy will be in a spiderweb dress. The merchandise features Pluto in a purple cauldron and Chip and Dale digging through candy. So their actual costumes will likely be different. Now, will I spoil anything if I tell you guys something I saw? No. Online? Um, I saw something saying at Disneyland, the, the um, outfits for the girls. And I don't know if it's during Oogie Boogie Bash or during regular, like, parades for Halloween time 2022 at Disneyland, they will actually be dressed up as the Sanderson sisters. Oh, that's cool. So, and they had like, Ooh. it literally was Mickey and Minnie or Minnie and Clarabelle and Daisy and they were Sanderson sister costumes. That is awesome. That's adorable. I can't remember the other, which what because I was like, I just saw a brief little snippet of it and I got distracted, but I think Minnie was like Winifred with the red and stuff. So I think that'll be super cute. Correct me if I'm wrong. Hopefully I didn't dream that, but I believe I definitely saw that somewhere. If you did, <laughs> if you did dream it, you need to write it into Disney. Yeah, that's right. a great idea. <laughs> well, I just saw a shirt and I bought it for Brad because he hates mornings. And the shirt says, another glorious morning makes me sick <laughs> on it. And so I got it for him. So it should be here. And Keith has one of those. Does he? Uh -huh. Oh my gosh. He just cannot stand mornings, and so I thought this is perfect. So, at this year's D23 event, which Tim and Nick are departing for soon, 
guests are going to have the privilege of meeting legendary Disney ambassadors for both Disneyland and Disney World. And I was pretty excited about this. I just hope that I don't murder these poor ladies' names. Julie Raym Casaletto was the 1965 Disneyland ambassador. Connie Swanson Lane is a 1966 Disneyland ambassador. And Debbie Dane Brown was the 1971 Disney World ambassador. There's also going to be other Disney ambassadors, alumni from Hawaii to Paris. And they're looking forward to sharing their stories about Disney parks through the decades. A Disney ambassador perspective at, um, excuse me, on the Walt Disney Archive stage at 4 p.m. on Sunday at the D23 event. I would actually love to hear these ladies because they, um, I don't know how much of Debbie Brown got to talk with Walt, but the other two, they showed pictures in the articles that I was reading of them just having like heart to hearts with Walt about things going on in the park. And that would be cool, I think, to hear them talk about that. That's right up your alley with your Disney history that you'd like yes. to learn right. about. So that's perfect for you, Vicki. Yep. And Vicki, I think you did a great job with those names. Oh, thank you. So over in California, we have Disneyland and California Adventure that got some awesome treats to celebrate Halloween um, for 2022. At Schmoozies, they have the mini Witch Shake, which is a new blood orange shake that is decoratively eerie looking. There's Vampire Mickey Sourdough Bread that can be found at Mortimer's Market in California Adventure. This one I'm not so sure about. It's a sour candy churro and it's available at Hollywood Land Churro Cart. I don't know, something about candy and churro. Like I like no. the sweet of the churro, but like not, not sour candy churro. Mm. It's the sour and bread, I think, that bought, like, sour candy on bread. Like, I don't mind sour candy so much, but churros are, like, flaky and, like, like a french fry, like fried dough. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't like that. Me either. Well, anyways, they're covered with sugar and citric acid, which makes it taste like sour candy. Then they have, of course, couldn't be anything fall without the pumpkin spice. Um, so there's a pumpkin spice churro that has returned with brown butter cream cheese frosting that can be found in Disneyland. That one I would do. It seems that the West Coast always has yummier treats than Disney World. So go on over and enjoy these fun fall treats. So the brown butter cream cheese frosting literally made my mouth water. Yeah, <laughs> that one. I'm sure it's not good for me, but it sounds delicious. I've never had a pumpkin spice churro. I could go for that. Well, pumpkin spice donuts. I've had one of those before and it's delicious. So that already got me thinking, yes, nailed it. And then when we got to that brown butter cream cheese frosting, <laughs> sold. I think one of our bakeries does a pumpkin cake, you do the cake style donuts. Instead oh, yeah. of like, yeah, yeah, so it's a it's a pumpkin cake style donut and it's a cream cheese glaze. Mm, that would be and it's yum. amazing. So that's what it makes me think of. All right, so we're going to end on a very exciting note. Last week, we reported that Disney crowds were at an all-time low compared to what Disney World has seen since October 1st, 2021. This past week, Rise of the Resistance had a wait time of 35 minutes. Oh, I'm so jealous. I know. 35 minutes. Guests said that once through the queue, there wasn't a wait at all. We wondered if this trend was going to continue for a while. It was Labor Day weekend, and the crowds were still missing from Magic Kingdom, Epcot, and Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, and even Disney Springs looked empty in comparison to what this past Labor Day weekends would have seen. What do you guys think? Will it stay this way? Stay with us and find out. I hope. <laughs> yeah, I hope so for October. I mean, I still want them to make money because gosh knows they're going to raise the price or something. Sorry, we couldn't 
right. make enough. Um, or maybe they'll actually release some discounts if it starts. <laughs> so. Or maybe it's just that we got so used to it being so crowded because, again, we had to reschedule all of those COVID cancellation trips. Right. And a lot of them, you know, the 2020 trips got rescheduled for 2021. But people were still not sure if they wanted to travel in 2021. So, so much of it got pushed to 2022. Like, it was making up for years of people not traveling. True. And I really think it's a lot of international, too. Like, I think of all the people from Europe that come on their holiday and like for the longest time they couldn't get their like vacation visas and stuff processed because of restrictions and everything so that must have a lot to do with it i think and now schools are back in session abroad Mm -hmm. as well i still thought that labor day weekend would be a little busier you think for locals you know what i mean like if you live in florida and it's just like a quick you know but they don't have as many passes and they're not selling them anymore so i think that that has something to do with it as well but it was nice Um, I'm very hopeful for when Steph and I are there in September that this may continue with as full as the resorts are in October. I'm a little, I know, a little worried. Yeah. It's crazy how full the resorts are in October. I know because I had somebody that wanted to do a last minute trip and wanted to stay at a value. I'm like, okay, good luck. Let's play the lottery. (laughs) Well, somebody just asked me last week. I, I mean, like literally last week, seven days ago, and they're already... Like they just did their first park day today. Oh. But they were like, hey, can you um, plan a trip for me? I think we want to go like in September. And I was like, wait, like, like it's like August 31st, like September, beginning of September, like yeah, six days from now. And they were like, yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. And we did it. The whole, there was a lot open and we were able to, I was able to book everything. I was like, this is the quickest I've ever booked a trip before. <laughs> and so I'm really excited that it was going to be like, because I told them, well, it's Labor Day weekend. It's been little, like the crowds haven't been super high, but I don't know. It's Labor Day weekend. So I'm glad that it all worked out for them on this no kidding. last minute trip. Well, I want to give a shout out to some listeners that reach out to us all the time. And I feel like we don't do this enough. So I'm going to try to start being more conscientious of this. Yay. So shout out to Angela and Lee. Matthew, Travis, Andrew, Crystal, Virginia, Kelly, Kathleen, Ashley, and of course our little friend, Ben. I know you're not little anymore, Ben, but you'll always be little to us. But thank you guys for always listening and telling your friends about us. We greatly appreciate that. Uh, Thank you for joining us today, Brandy and Steph. If you are interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can just text us at 636-373. 4497. And if you would like a free quote, you can contact Brandy, Vicki, or myself, Stephanie, at 636-373-4497 or at yourstorytravel.com. You could go to that drop-down menu and look for one of our names. Be sure to listen to Friday's show. Vicki and Kaylee are talking to Matthew, Mousecapades listener, about all things Disney. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Well, girls, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Farewell, foolish mortals. Have a magical day, my friends. Bye.